Welcome to Rama for Today Radio. Here is another place where we miss it. You see, we know certain facts concerning God's word on faith, and we endeavor to exercise our faith. Now, first of all, like I said, many times we've agreed with people, prayed with them, and uh, then they've come back to us and said, "Well, that didn't work." I've said to them, uh, "Well, if it didn't, and we really agreed, or we're really believing, then Jesus told a lie, because I believed and it didn't work." And again and again, like we said, I've had people just to speak up, you know, right out of the hearts. Then, before they're talking out of their head, and said, "Well, you know, I didn't much expect it to happen anyhow." You're listening to Rama for Today with Ken and Lynette Hagen. Today we continue the classic series, "What Jesus Taught About Prayer" by Kenneth E. Hagen. Stay tuned as we listen to this powerful, timeless teaching. Also, later in today's program, I'll give you the details on this month's special offer. Right now, here's Kenneth E. Hagen's classic message. Well, we used to sing a song in Pentecostal circles, and I think it'd be good if we'd go back to some of those.、Uh, we used to sing a song. Anybody ever in Pentecost used to sing a song? It's bubbling, it's bubbling, and that's the way it feels sometimes—just bubbling up inside you. Hallelujah! When I began to acknowledge and confess He's in me, it's He started bubbling. Glory to God! And started bubbling up inside me. Then you begin to feel something, you see. But you had to act in faith first. And, and, and to, to me, it was just like a laughter began to build up in me, and before I knew it, it came out my mouth, and I began to laugh. When I began to laugh, see, I had my eyes shut just to shut her out and close everybody around. I, she said out loud, "Your expression changed, your face changed. You don't look like the same person. Your face looks bright. It just lit up." I opened my eyes and said, "Sure." I stirred him up that was inside me. Paul told him to stir up the gift that's in you. Now I'm feeling fine. Glory to God. She said, "Can I do that?" I said, "Sure, you can do that. Sure, you can do that." She began to do the same thing, say the same thing I said. When she got to the same place, she started laughing just like I did, and her face lit up. Hallelujah. Well, she said, "You know, afterwards, she said, 'I thought maybe you know I'd come by here and get you to pray. It might take an hour or two for me to pray through.' But said he was in there all the time, wasn't he? I said, 'Sure, he was.' I didn't even get to pray with her. <laughs> Not only did she learn a great spiritual lesson, but that tumor, the other tumor, she had disappeared. Because you see, now, three years later, three years later, I was holding a meeting there in Dallas, Texas." And、uh, she called, sending in. I didn't even know that she had moved to Dallas. She was manager of one of the motels there, and she'd called my wife and turned in a prayer request for someone else, and made mention of the fact when she came by there three years before and told us that other tumor completely disappeared. Doctor couldn't find a trace of it, and she's just in good health, going on with the Lord. You see, friends, we whether it's two of you in agreement, whether it's just you, Hallelujah, praying, we walk by faith. It call comes right back to a faith proposition. Faith is based and built on what God said, not what man said. Amen. Has God said it? Will He not do it? Well, thank God He will. Praise God. 
Let's stand up and thank God for His Word. What do you say? Right now, just stand up and thank God for His Word. Thank you for your Word, Lord. Thank you that we can act upon your Holy Word, be a doer of the Word, walk by faith, not by sight. Hallelujah. Forever thy Word is settled in heaven. Glory to God. Glory to God. Praise God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Amen. Hallelujah. Praise God. Now, sit back down a moment. Turn right on over to chapter 21 in Matthew. We'll take just a few more moments here. Matthew chapter 21. And you'll see further what I was talking about. And when the disciples saw it, that is the fig tree withered away, they marveled, saying, How soon is the fig tree withered away? Now verse 21 and 22. Jesus answered and said unto them, Verily I say unto you, If ye have faith and doubt not, ye shall not only do this which is done to the fig tree, but also if ye say unto this mountain, Be thou removed and be thou cast into the sea, it shall be done. And all things whatsoever ye shall ask in prayer. What's the next word? Believe. Believing ye shall receive. Now if he just hadn't put that word in there. <laughs> we'd all had it made, wouldn't we? If it had just read, And all things whatsoever ye ask in prayer ye shall receive. Well, all things whatsoever ask in prayer, you haven't received, have you? I said, have you? No. Now, every one of us have been there. You might as well admit it. There's no use of, uh, you know, skirting facts. We just have to face up to facts. No, all things whatsoever you ask in prayer, believing. Believing. The previous verse said, you know, you'll not only you know, do what's done to the fig tree. But he said, Verily I say unto you, if ye have faith and doubt not, faith and doubt not, ye shall not only do this which is done to the fig tree, but also ye shall say to this mountain, Be thou removed, and be thou cast into the sea, and it shall be done. Have faith and doubt not. See, if you doubt, you're not believing. And all things. How many things? How many? All, all things. Whatsoever ye shall ask in prayer, believing ye shall receive. Now, here another place is where we miss it. Here is another place where we miss it. You see, we know certain facts concerning God's word on faith. And we endeavor to exercise our faith. Now, first of all, like I said, many times we've agreed with people, prayed with them, and uh, then they've come back to us and said, well, that didn't work. I've said to them, uh, well, if it didn't, and we really agreed, or we're really believing, then Jesus told a lie, because I believed, and it didn't work. And again and again, like we said, I've had people just to speak up, you know, right out of the hearts, then, before they're talking out of their head, and said, well, you know, I didn't much expect it to happen anyhow. Well, it's not going to happen. But now then, what is it that you're believing for? What does God's Word say about it? 
Now, Francis, when it comes to, you know, you, you, you don't have problems. Do you ever notice that? Most of the time, majority with folks who are just rank out and out sinners who've never been saved. You don't have much problem with them when they come. Because see, Jesus said, him that cometh unto me, I'll no wise cast him out. In fact, I can't remember at all in 50 years and past in 12 years of what we'd call a rank sinner when he come to Jesus and have any problems at all. But I'll tell you what, you'll have all kind of problems with what these people that we call backsliders. You know what I'm talking about? Amen. Because, you see, you, you, you have to move them to that place of believing. They've had an experience and they want to feel again like they did when they had that first experience. I remember 1943, I was holding a meeting in East Texas and one night, you know, there several came to the altar and among them was this nice, distinguished looking gentleman, young man. I'd say he was probably in his late 20s. The pastor whispered to me, he said, Brother Hagin, I wish you'd pray with him. Now we just have an open altar service and the believers, everybody come down and pray around the altar. Usually those are salvation up here on this end and all those seeking the Holy Ghost on that end. And I'd say, uh, he said, uh, you know, he's a businessman here in the, in the city. Owns his own business, very prosperous. His wife's a member here. She's saved and filled with the Holy Ghost. Now, uh, this pastor had only been pastor there less than a year. He said about three years ago, they tell me, he, he got saved here in the altar and uh, come to church, you know, real faithful for about a year. But he hadn't been to church. Hadn't been inside of a church door for three years. And he'd come back to the Lord. Well, I, I sort of, you know, others were around him praying. I couldn't get to him, but I, then I, I know his condition and uh, know the situation. And before I could ever say anything to him, he finally just got up and stood up, stepped around some of them, went back and sat down at his pew. I can tell by looking at his face. He's still in unbelief. There's a question mark, so to speak, on his face. Well, you see, when you, when you know the word, you know how to help people. Now, a lot of times, if you don't know the situation, see, I knew the situation, I knew how to help. If you don't know the situation, the Holy Ghost will, will bring to you the word to help. So I just walked back there. I sauntered around praying with different ones. You know, we'd move around, pray with different ones, lay hands on them around the altar. They're still praying all the time. I went back there, you know, and shook hands with him because I hadn't met him. I'd seen him in the service every night. He'd kind of know why he started coming hearing me. And uh, so when I introduced myself, of course, why well, he gave me his name. He didn't know I already know his background, Pastor Gibbon, but I just sort of sat down on the back of the seat, back of the pew in front of him, and it was right there, you know, in front of him, and I said, uh, what were you in the altar for? And see, I knew, but I wouldn't ask him. Well, he said, Brother Hagin said, you know, I used to know the Lord, but I'm sorry to say I went away from him. I haven't been to church inside of any church building. My wife's a member here, but I haven't been for three years. And I've been out seeing just about anything you want to mention in the book I've done. But he said, I, I, I felt a tug on my heart tonight. And I went down there. And I said, well, did the Lord take you back? He said, no. I said, why didn't he? He said, I don't know. Well, I said, you know that the scripture said, 1 John 1, 9, that if we confess our sins, he's faithful and just to forgive us of our sins and cleanse us from all unrighteousness. Oh, yeah, I know 1 John 1, 9 said, I quoted that to the Lord. Now, I said, I don't mean to be mean about it or ugly. But I want to ask you a question. Did you go down there to the altar just as a mocking God, making fun of God, or were you real honest and sincere? Tears leaked to his eyes. He said, Brother Hagin, God knows I'm honest and sincere. I said, then you confessed your sins and asked the Lord to forgive you, and he didn't do it. Yeah, he said, that's right. Well, I said, that's it. But then he's a liar, isn't he? God lied. You were honest and sincere and mean business, and you confessed your sins, 
and he didn't forgive you, so he's a liar. That settles it. We'll just drop the case. Turned around and walked off. I hadn't taken three steps till that real conservative businessman. Suddenly I heard somebody say, Whoa! I turned around and looked. He jumped up off his head. I believe he jumped three feet high. I went back, walked in. He said, You know what? I said, What? He said, You know the Lord forgave me right down there in the altar a while ago, and I didn't have enough sense to know it. I said, Yeah, I knew that all the time. You didn't. Now, what moved him into faith? He quoted the scripture out of his head, but really seeing what God's word actually said and start believing that he knew God couldn't lie. You're listening to Rama for Today with Ken and Lynette Hagan. Call now to get this month's special offer, Lynette's Bargain Bag, Activating Your Faith Package. The mini book, Faith Takes Back What the Devil's Stolen by Ken Hagan. The mini book, Blueprint for Building Strong Faith by Ken Hagan. The book, Speak to Your Mountain by Ken Hagen. The slimline book, The Real Faith by Kenneth E. Hagen. The book, Exceedingly Growing Faith by Kenneth E. Hagen. And the single CD, Words by Kenneth E. Hagen. These are being offered for a price of $19.95. Don't delay. Act right now. Call 1-888-FAITH-99. That's 1-888-FAITH-99. Or if you prefer, write Kenneth Hagen Ministries. Our address is P.O. Box 50126, Tulsa, Oklahoma, 74150. For even faster service, order online at rhema.org. That's R-H-E-M-A dot O-R-G. Now, let's join Ken and Lynette Hagen. Well, you know, in July, right into this month. Yeah. About two weeks from now or so, uh, we're going to have our camp meeting. Yes. July the 20th through the 25th right right here on the Raymond campus. Mm -hmm. It's going to be fantastic. In fact, if you want to find out about it, you can go to our Raymond.org and the information's there. Make plans to join us next week at the same time and station for more of the series, What Jesus Taught About Prayer. That's next week here on Raymond for Today with Ken and Lynette Hagan.